You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from Pastor Robert. The title is uh, actually a question. Where will you spend eternity? You see, heaven is a prepared place for prepared people. And we prepare for a lot of things, but have we prepared for where we will spend eternity? Uh, Out of the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verse 16. But now they desire a better country, that is a heavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. Now, if you look back in the 10th verse of that same chapter, it's referred that Abraham is looking forward to a city that its foundations, whose designer and builder is God. Can somebody say amen? So Abraham understands the plans uh, that God has for us is eternal and not material. Do you hear me? My home, without question, I know that I know that I know that my home is in heaven and I'm just traveling through this world. A lot of times when I ask individual if heaven is going to be their home, I get response like, I think so, I hope so. Friend, we're talking about your soul. We are talking about eternity. If you ask me, Anywhere that I will spend eternity without question. I will tell you to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord because all my sins have been washed away. There is no other way except through the blood of Jesus Christ. Can somebody put your hands together and bless the Lord? In Philippians chapter 3 and in verse 20 in the King James Version, it says, for our conversation is in heaven. But in other translations, it says, for our citizenship is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Our eternal home, what a place that will be. Unless you're living with your head in the sand, you would happen to see and notice that the home, what we call home, uh, the land here that we live in America is in chaos and is in a mess. There is pain everywhere. There is sickness everywhere. There is murder everywhere. There is death everywhere. But I thought I'd just tell you a little bit about our heavenly home this morning. It is an eternal home uh, in Revelation chapter 21 verse 4 and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes and there shall be no more death neither sorrow nor crying neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away that's where my home is anybody else have a residence awaiting you that's been designed by God almighty where there'll be no more pain and no more sorrow and no more more tears and no more death. Somebody give
give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Aren't you glad you're just passing through? Somebody give him a shout. Woo! Now stand with me and we'll read the scriptures. All right? Listen to me. Jesus said in John 14 and 6, let, let me back up a little bit. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you. And where I go, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. And Thomas saith, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? And in verse 6, this is the message. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Father, we just honor you. God, we're so thankful for your word. We're thankful for your presence. And God, I pray that every heart would be open. Every ear would be receiving the word that you have for us today. In Jesus' name, give God another hand clap and a shout of praise. You may be seated this morning. Jesus said unto Thomas, he said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life, and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. We cannot waver from this singular message. I'll say it again, church, even in 2023, no matter how messed up even the churches are in America, we cannot waver from this singular message uh, that there is only one way and his name is Jesus. Uh, where will you spend eternity is the question. We need to prepare to meet God. Every soul will meet the Lord someday. Do you believe that? If you do, say amen. amen. You either meet him in heaven where Christ reigns or at the throne of judgment where all those without Christ will be doomed. Friend, there is a choice to make. And as for me and my house, I have chosen to serve the Lord. Can somebody else in the house say, there is no other way, amen? Listen to me, preaching the reality of hell sounds the alarm, warning sinners to repent and to turn to the Savior. My wife's got this new vehicle and, and I was driving. We were going up into PA. No, no, it was, I, I think the day before we was going up into PA this week and, and you know, I, I got a little close to the car in front. I know it's hard for you to believe uh, because I'm such a good driver and all. And, and this car has this modern, modern technology and all of a sudden an alarm went off in the car and the brakes went on by themselves and the seat back, seat, seat belts pulled me back in the seat and it got my attention. Uh, do you hear what I'm saying? Preaching the reality of hell ought to set off an alarm uh, warning sinners to repent and to turn to the Savior, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords because you don't know what tomorrow will bring, brother, but the grace of God is still at your hand today. Just like I was alarmed, the preaching of the word when I was a young man got my attention 
attention and I humbled myself in the presence of a holy God and repented of my sin and he saved me. He wrote my name down in the Lamb's book of life. He justified, sanctified. He's got, oh my goodness, somebody give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Matthew 7 and 13, Jesus says, enter ye in at the straight gate. 2023, the culture will tell you, do your own thing. But Jesus is the only one, the voice that you need to heed to. He said, enter in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. Many, many. Listen to me, the hope of heaven. You don't have to be in that group that is doomed because we've got a hope and all my hope is in Jesus. In Hebrews chapter two, verse three, the very first part, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? What hope would a person have of avoiding a disaster if they don't pay close attention to the truth? So today you need to pay close attention to the truth. I'll be honest, I can look back and see a time in my life where I've been judgmental and I still struggle with it at times, holier than now. Anybody in the house ever been judgmental? The rest of you lying right here in the house of God. I cannot judge, I cannot give absolute verdicts about who will be in heaven and who will not be in heaven. I got a feeling we'll be surprised of who will be there, and I believe we'll be surprised of who won't be there. It's my job to preach about the one who will make those judgments. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, Neighbor. get out of the judgment seat. All who receive eternal life, and I said all, must repent of sin. It's old school, isn't it? Accept Jesus, you gotta accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and then you must follow him in obedience. If there were any other way, any other way, there would have been no need for the ultimate sacrifice of Christ on the cross. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. And Jesus said in Matthew chapter seven, verse 21, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Jesus states in no uncertain terms that merely referring to him as Lord is not enough. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. As some men count slackness, but his long suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So what about those that do not repent? Because of their hardness of heart. If you're here today and you've never repented of your sins, because of the hardness of your heart, you are treasuring up for yourself wrath, you need to hear me, wrath from the righteous judgment of God. And the longer you wait, the more it builds up. The longer you wait, 
the less chance that you have to humble yourself before a righteous God. In Romans chapter two, verse five, let, let me back up. I always hear, Pastor, you know, you don't know how I'm living. Pastor, you, once I get my life right, I'm gonna come to Jesus. I, I, I know it's the way. Let me tell you, you're the one that messed your life up. How, how do I know that? Because I was in your shoes at one time and I couldn't get it straightened out. But that old song says, just as I am. That's what he wants you to do today. But after thy hardness and impenitent heart treasures up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God who will render to every man according to his deed. The further we go without repenting and turning to God, the more wrath that is in store for us. Again, I love his testimony, and you've heard my testimony. I had a drug problem when I was a kid. Mom and dad drugged my hind in the church. People tell me, I see him all the time. Well, Johnny don't want to go to church. So how old's Johnny? 11. Who's in charge at your house? Johnny don't want to take a shower either. But you make him, right? Let, let my 11-year-old tell me they don't, they're not coming to church. Call 911. Just go ahead and lock me up. You hear me? So then the answer, what about those that don't repent? So then the answer is found in scripture to the question. Can those who reject Christ as savior be saved? This is the verdict. And Jesus said in John 3 and 19, this is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. In the opening verses of the Gospel of John, it refers to Jesus as the light. Light reveals truth, do you hear me, and exposes what is hidden. This is why many people reject Jesus and his life and his teaching because it exposes them as sinners. Friend, you can put makeup on a pig and it's still a pig. You can come in here on Sunday morning and look all clean and look all good, but God never sleeps and God never slumbers and his eyes are roaming to and fro and he knows what you're looking at. He knows who you're talking to. He knows where you're going and he still loves you but friend you better get it right and repent and ask God to clean you up or you will stand at the judgment seat and be doomed if you believe me give him a hand clap and if you don't act like you do amen Woo! Jesus said in John 8 and 12 I am the light of the world and he that followeth me shall not walk in darkness but shall have the light of life. Again, Jesus said in John 14 and six, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Men's soul, your souls are bound for heaven or hell. There's no in between. Man, I know this is old stuff, isn't it? But it is exactly the truth. And this is what needs to be preached in America and around the world, brother. I'm telling you. Nowhere in the Bible, hold on your seat. Nowhere in the Bible does a religion 
system have a claim on heaven. Religion is man's idea. Now you can be a Baptist, you can be a Methodist, you can be whatever you want to be, a non-denomination Jewel Cityite, but unless you come through the blood of Jesus, friend, it's just man's idea. Man's idea don't matter, but God's idea and God's plan matters, and God, oh, he don't have no backup plan. God said you either come through the blood of my son or heaven is not your home. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise if he saved you today. Woo! The word of God is our roadmap. What an army. The body of Christ, what an army. But we've been divided so many times over issues that are not heaven or hell issues. It's terrible how judgmental we are with each other. We got the largest army on the planet, but we shoot our own people. Huh? That didn't go over real well, did it? There'll be no religions in heaven, only the redeemed. Only the redeemed. Those who are washed in the blood. It's still the blood, 2023. It's still the blood. We're going to sing about it. We're going to preach about it. First Peter 1 and 18, for you know that it was not with perishable things. He gave us his best. For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver and gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. When men and women are saved out of darkness, they no longer identify with their former belief system. We got an identity crisis in America. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 from the NIV, therefore if any man is in Christ, the new creation has come and the old is gone and the new is here. Those in Christ become something that they were not before. I became a son of God. Do you hear me? A child of the most high and I was not before. I was bound for hell. I was enslaved to sin and I served Satan as my master. But brother, once I found the truth uh, and I came the way of the cross, now I know that I know that I know that heaven is my home uh, and there's a hell to shine and a heaven to gain. And my name is written down in the Lamb's book of life and to be absent from the, one of these days when he calls my name, uh, I'm going home. This is not my home. I'm just a pilgrim passing through, brother. And when I get there and I go to step inside the gate and hear him say, welcome home, thy good and faithful son. And by the way, let me wipe the tears from your eyes and there'll be no more pain and sorrow. There'll be no more division. Do you hear what I'm telling you? We got a heaven. We got a home that is awaiting on. Don't get caught up. Don't get caught up down here. Don't get too focused down here because this ain't our we're about to pack up and get out of here. Somebody give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Woo! Woo! Look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, don't get too comfortable. Don't get too comfortable. True followers of Jesus Christ 
should never get too comfortable with this world. Never. I don't know how long I'll be here. I was sitting at that wedding last night and because of my health a couple years ago, I just got overwhelmed and, and I'm watching my niece and, and I'm watching her in her wedding dress and dancing out there on the floor. And I thought, God, you've been so good to me. God, you left me. You spared me. Oh, heaven's going to be great, but I ain't trying to get a busload today. Do you hear me? I want to stay here as long as I can stay here. But I want you to know without any question in your mind that if death would knock on your door, that heaven would be your home. You already heard the example of a young couple in their early 20s that could have been taken out of this world. Don't act like you're going to be here forever because you don't know when your final day is coming. Do you hear me? When I was sitting there eating that ice cream, I had no idea that I was about to have five strokes and I should have died. Best scenario, should have been in a nursing home, but by God's grace, I still got what God gave me. Do you hear me? But if he takes me, if God comes, I'm ready to go. How about you? Would you stand with me? Where will you spend uh, eternity? Have you made heaven your home? Uh, stay focused. I'm not finished just because we said stand. That don't mean a thing. Do you hear me? Listen to me. Where will you spend eternity? That is a personal question. You say, well, I've been raised in church. I hear stuff. I've been baptized. I don't miss church. You can come to church all your life. You can say, Lord, Lord, and the Lord don't even know who you are. There is only one way to get his attention, and that is to repent and ask him to forgive you of your sins. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 1, for we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. I don't know what it's all going to be like, but I know that when I get there, I'll not be wanting to come back. Do you hear me? I'll be able to walk inside that gate and see mom and dad. There's not a day that I don't miss them. I, grandma and grandpa, aunts and uncles, saints of God that I've buried here in the last 30 years. Uh, hey, it's something that's going to be spectacular and we don't want you to be left behind. That's why I'm preaching like this because where will you spend eternity? You say, well, I'm 15, I'm 20, I'm 25. I still got wild oats to sow. That is a lie from the devil. Do you hear me? He'll try to sidetrack you. He'll try to tell you you got plenty of time. But the Bible said today is the day of salvation. Today, what is your life? It's but a vapor. It may appear for a little while and vanish away. You do not know what's on tomorrow. Do you hear me? You make your reservation today. Today, you don't put it off. You get right with God today. I don't care if you're a drug addict. I don't care if you're a prostitute. I don't care if you're an alcoholic. I don't care if you're bitter. What I care about is where will your soul spend eternity? There is a God that is alive. He is well and he's in our presence. And there is a God that says, I care what you are, but I'll clean you up. All I gotta do is preach the word. It's not my job to judge you. It's not my job to clean you up. It's the Holy Spirit's job. We'll get you caught and Jesus will clean you up. Do you hear me? Give God a hand clap if he ever cleans you up. Have you made heaven your home? 
Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, have you made heaven your home? So what is the gospel? What is the gospel? The word gospel occurs, I believe, over a hundred times in the New Testament. And it's called many things. It's called the gospel of God because it originates in his love. Hey, nobody loved you. John 15 and 13, nobody loved you like his. Greater love hath no one than this, that one lay down his life for his friends. Listen to me. Without question, I lay my life down for my wife without question. I got three kids without question. I lay my life down for all three in the blink of an eye. In the blink of an eye. I got three grandchildren. I lay my life down for those three grandchildren that quick. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, he did not mention your name. That's right. That's right. I'm just being honest, Anthony. I ain't dying for you. Why? Because Jesus died for you. And if that ain't good enough, what do you need me to die for you? Can you imagine somebody love you like that and then you be stubborn, mule-headed, rejecting, live your own life. God, the creator, has a plan for you. And as long as you reject him, you're telling him your plan is better than the plan he has. How's it working out for you? I got to look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, he got another hour. But we won't go there, all right? In the New Testament, it's also called the gospel of peace because through Christ, it makes peace between the sinner and God and you will never have peace in your life. Peace is not the absence of difficult circumstances. Peace is not the absence of hard work. Peace is when all hell shows up and you're hurt, but you still got the strength to carry on. You hear me? If I could bottle that, I could put a price on it and sell it for any price that I wanted. Romans 3 and 23, for all, all have sinned and fallen short for the glory of God. How about it today? Where will you spend eternity? I don't know how many times in the last 30 years, actually I've been pastoring 30, but ministry 40 years. I don't know how many times I've been called all different hours of the day and night with a report so-and-so passed away. Young and old, doesn't matter. Why don't you receive him today? Greatest thing I ever did. I made this statement at a funeral a while back and then I shared it here once. And at the funeral I did, Chris Train does a lot of work here for us and it was his uncle and he reminded me last week that I made this statement. I have never ever met an individual that had given their life to Christ and then told me it was a mistake. Never met one individual that said, you know, I gave my life to Christ and my life went downhill from there and I regret that. I've never met that individual. So why not accept him? Not just to go to heaven, but to live a life of just miracles here and peace. Thank you.
sins are forgiven. Honestly, I got three or four pages and I think they're good pages, but I'll use them later. All right. Every head up and every eye open. Nobody's, nobody's gonna embarrass you. It's not about that. You're in a house where God's people are cheering you on. Young people, and I just realized I was supposed to dismiss them to go to church. You're in church, all right? Every head up, maybe it was intended that they be here. Where will you spend eternity if death knocked on your door today? I'm not trying to scare you, I'm trying to just be real. I've buried a lot of young people. It's tough, it's tough. Right where you're at, I'm not gonna come to you. I ask you again, where will you spend eternity? If you've not made that decision all over this auditorium, slip your hand up high and say, Pastor, today, right here, right here, right here, right here. Is there one? Is there one? I see that hand. Thank you, man. Yes. Amen. Somebody else? One just raised their hand so it shows you right there we didn't rush back there, slam them on the floor. Put oil on them. Somebody else? Right where you're at. You can't be ashamed of him. He's not ashamed of you. He's not ashamed of me. Somebody else. Somebody else. Terry for a moment. How about Christians throughout the congregation and say, Pastor, there are some areas in my life that I just believe the Lord's not pleased with and I need to make some changes in my life. That's right. That's right. Some of you ought to raise two hands, right? Both feet, right? Ma'am, there in the back, I want you to take someone by the hand. Would you do that? That's right. That's it. You just made a public, you just made a public statement right there. And I'd like for you to pray this prayer. And it has to be meaningful. And I'd like for you to pray it out loud. And I'll lead you in that prayer. What a privilege. Heavenly Father, today, I humbly come before you and I ask you, forgive me of my sins and Lord from this day forward I turn from the way I once lived and I turn to follow you Jesus from this day forward help me teach me guide me Lord I thank you that you love me enough to give your life for me. In Jesus' name I pray. Can everyone in the house welcome this lady to the family of God. The family of God. Come on, bless the Lord. This ain't no, this ain't no touchdown. This ain't no field goal. This is a soul being snatched from hell. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. 